we should really talk about these intros. <laughs> or not. That's my favorite part. It's like I've replaced my rhyming mm. with Screams. catching you off guard. <laughs> My Just new yelling. Thing. Just whatever. Episode 276, mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. episode of November. Mm. How's that feel? Good. Does sort it? Of. Oh my gosh, that means we're going into Christmas time. Yeah. Oh, ha, 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 ha. I wish I had like a sound on my soundboard that was like jingle bells. Well, you know, it's funny you even mentioned that because this was something I was going to talk about a while back. Oh my gosh, I even have to find it because like, I don't even know where it went in here, my info. But Was it about crafting? No, it was about how new research so- shows that Christmas music does actually drive you insane. Oh, wait, why? So there were these <laughs> two uh, psychi- psychologists who were researching this. And, oh, gosh, I'm doing this off the top of my head. Are you like, sure this I'm is hun- new? Because remember last, whenever, when we talked about how you got mm-hmm. in trouble for oh, yeah, singing yeah, yeah. Christmas so songs? Was this the same? W- have we discussed mm. this? No, I don't think so. You thought maybe... That, that- happened. Christmas song <laughs> thing happened, like, recently. We were talking about that. Yeah, and your boss, like, got mad at you for singing. Yeah. And then, didn't we say, like, maybe it wasn't your singing, it was just the fact that it was Christmas songs? Well, yeah, and I think maybe you're, you were onto something. Okay, clearly. okay. Because studies show that what it does to your brain <laughs> is, like, your brain's trying so hard to... You know the song so well. Yeah. That your brain can't help but sing along and can't help but pay attention to the song. Yeah. And it takes energy away and distracts you and distracts your focus from whatever it is you're trying to do. So if you're, you know, and I was even thinking about it. I'm like, ooh, that's why stores play it. Because then you like linger longer. And you're like, <laughs> what the hell did I come into Target for? I don't remember because Jingle Bells is playing over the... Here's you know. why I, that doesn't add up for me. Oh, does because- it, huh? Well, because if there is a song playing yeah. that I've never heard before, it doesn't really even register right. in my brain. I can dismiss it and get on with my task. Mm-hmm. But if the Christmas music is on, or I'm sorry, I'm trying to say the opposite, where Christmas music is so familiar that it's almost just like no big thing. Mm. You know what it's, I mean? It's really, it's surprisingly like the opposite okay, though. Okay, okay. Yeah, I get it what says you're saying. that like... It, you become oversaturated it, I get in it, it. Okay. and then you, your brain doesn't really enjoy it. It's like you begin to mm, hate it, and it's like be, they, they relate it. it to being tortured, which I is really kind of like funny. It. Which you is don't like how my boss felt. You don't like so, holiday music, though. I <laughs> just probably do. I do, but oh, I feel like I like it in small doses. And if I do, if it, we're starting it too early. Yeah, it's like the day after Halloween. I'm like, quit it. What do you think that is, though? Because I think it's about people are have such disease ease right now oh. that it's like we're desperate for comfort. I think it's consumerism. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's just stores who recognize that if they start playing Christmas music, people will think, oh my gosh, I should be Christmas shopping. I know, I do feel and like then, that, too. Don't you? Yeah. But I'm kind of like, okay, hate that, but also love that because <laughs> I'm notorious for going, oh, Christmas is for yeah. another month. Oh, Christmas is, isn't for... And then I'm doing the two week before Christmas shopping that I hate. Yeah. Because of parking lots and all that crap. And you don't do like online as much as I do. I'm, I will. I do now. 
I've changed. You are weird about that. Like uh, you're always out running errands. I'm like, where is she going all the time? Well, I guess there's just a lot of stuff to do. And I always think it's Hobby Lobby or Home Depot. Like those are the only (laughs) two places. Well, Home Depot, you're probably right. Like 90% of the time. Do you have a project going right now? Yeah. I'm doing uh, Landon's birthday Oh, and so I'm doing you have to a, go to Home Depot for yeah, that? Yeah, man. I the built hell are you I, making? everything. Like, oh my gosh, so much stuff. So I'm doing all like the floral arrangements and then I got like a big banner that says like happy 40th. And so I made a banner uh, stand, I guess you can call it, out of PVC oh pipes. God. Because it's like buy one for $100 or make one at it for 10 bucks out of PVC pipes. <laughs> and it doesn't take that long. I already own a PVC pipe cutter, so I might as well put it to you. You do not. Yeah. What is that even? It's a really cool little like pair of scissors that locks and it cuts PVC pipe. That is insane. It's to really me. fun to use. It's almost like biting into al dente pasta, but with a scissor and it like has, I don't know. I yeah. love it. It's like ASMR for me. Wow. Susie's hardcore eye rolling right now. Peeps. No, it's more like shock. Like, yeah. wow. And I can't I, you know, believe this story you're telling me. Because it, it makes me feel good, you know? And it like, that's kind of like what I like to do is like, I'd rather spend all my energy doing like crafts for my husband's birthday party to show him like, you know. Yeah. That's your love language. Definitely is. (laughs) We were just talking about that. Sarah and I have different love languages. What's yours? Love. Love. No, I think yours is words of affirmation. Maybe. Words of affirmation. Attention. So you know what they are? What? The oh, love languages? the official ones. Yeah. No, yeah. I forget what they are. So it's quality time. Oh, okay. Words of affirmation. Uh-huh. Physical touch. Gifts. And, oh my God, everybody always forgets one. Oh, okay. Quality time. Uh, and acts of service. Oh. So quali- And what's yours? I like, uh, I give with gifts and acts of service. Yeah. And, and what you, you told me what you like yeah. is for people to leave you alone. Yeah. Like I don't like, I don't need words of affirmation <laughs> Sarah's well, sometimes love language. like from my husband, but it doesn't need to be frequent. Um, Sarah's love language is silence. Yeah. Really? Um, I would say no, like I want to receive, um, you know, every time I take the test, it says acts of service and gifts. That's so nice. Yeah. It's really nice that my husband and I, you know, found each other because, gifts is always the one that's like top of my list and he loves to show his love with that so. oh great yeah man that's perfect no problem there maybe he'll show his love through the gift of holly and tanager bags oh my god i would lo- please if you're listening honey <laughs> yes <laughs> we, we have a coupon code so you can get it tell him <laughs> he can get a deal tell him right now well holly and tanager is this really beautiful bags that are perfect for the gals like you, Sarah, that are on the go, woman about town, yeah, on the go, and people that because like you often have to work in the clinic, but then you might have to go to a wine dinner later or whatever the Correct. heck it is that you're doing. Yes, and so these bags are perfect for that. They have a professional backpack tote that is like converts from a backpack to a tote to a crossbody bag. So it's like whatever you need, it can be. It's a love language bag. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I make a cute diaper bag. Did I ever say that? Yes. Oh. And I agree with you. Okay. I like Italian that. Italian le- leather, it's elegant, but it's also very practical. has room for like your um, shoes in the bottom compartment. Ooh, you I can put the, a yoga mat through the bottom. It can fit your laptop. All that crap you guys are toting around all dang day, working your buns off. 
And in addition to the professional backpack tote, Holly and Tanager offer other extraordinary everyday handbags you don't see every day. And as a Brain Candy Podcast listener, you get 15% off your first order. Visit hollyandtanager.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy at checkout for that bargain, Landon. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Love you. language is gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I remembered what the, the, the name of that psychology thing that about the Christmas music is. It's called the mirror exposure effect. It okay. It's like a phenomenon in psychology. Mirror exposure, meaning mirror, M E R E, like the mirror, oh. the mirror exposure to it. Oh, M E R E. So just having been exposed too much, you have. Well, it's almost like a, a. There's a. What is my one of my favorite things that I can never remember? Law of diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, at a certain point, like you like it because you know it, but then you get to a certain point where yeah. you've been exposed to it so much that it become begins to become unfavorable. Wow. Yeah. Maybe some people don't have that. Oh, no. I can give you a perfect example and know to prove that you probably do, that everybody does. Yeah. Have you ever heard a song on the radio that you're like, oh my God, I love this song. And then you download it or stream it or whatever people do these days and you listen to it, you know, record it on your tape off the radio (laughs) and then rewind and fast forward your cassette. Um, and then you listen to it over and over and over and you're like, Ugh, I don't even like this song anymore. You listen to it too much. Okay. But is that, it just me? No, it isn't. Okay. That is a very familiar feeling, mm-hmm. but it's not true of all songs. Like I could hear Hotel California or like some other song. But I bet if you just listened to Hotel California, every other song for two weeks, you'd hate Hotel California. Yeah, maybe. Okay. It would kind of so feel like Hotel saying, California. What <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, that is probably what this song's about, yeah. Christmas music. Oh my gosh, what if? <laughs> right, because you're saying during this time of year of Christmas songs, that's all you freaking hear. All I get that. Hear. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. She's on board, people. I feel it. Mere right. exposure. Mere exposure. Check that off the list. How about how birds... Um... <laughs> Go ahead, because I'm like extra creeped out by them lately, and I don't know why. All birds are... Mostly crows. What about that super sexy duck in Central Park? Excuse me? <laughs> you should Google it real quick. Gonna, okay. I'll tell the Is this listeners. one of those things that like you don't want to Google? No. Okay, like Google it's a sexy beautiful, duck. No, don't do sexy. They're going to be like, did you mean... Because <laughs> usually it autocorrects something yeah. else to duck. <laughs> no, this is a beautiful duck that they can't figure out how it ended up in Central Park. And it is absolutely gorgeous. And people don't know, like, oh, if it's just there. It's, it, I literally have goosebumps. Yeah, it's what? stunning. Why do I have goosebumps over looking at this bird? It's amazing. It's a beautiful bird. What? It looks like an art, a piece of art. And it's the, the actual title of this art. I am getting like... Go- She's like, having an experience. Yes. What the hell? It says everyone loves this hot duck. And they are fucking <laughs> right. It's a male Mandarin duck. They have no idea how they got there, how right. he got there. Right. But what they do know is that duck is hot. Super sexy. What is yeah. that? Well, what I've learned about birds, though, would indicate... I guess ducks don't really make songs, but if the duck were a different kind of bird. A, a bird will either have beautiful, is it called plumage? Yeah. Or, oh. <gasps> or be a really good singer. Wow. But they aren't, they can't have both. Yeah, hey, we, <laughs> should, we can like expand this. This is like a metaphor, right? Tell me why. Well, <laughs> I feel like people are like that. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. That's why it's real shitty when people have it all. Like, oh, yeah. I hate those people. Oh, beautiful my God. plumage and, you know, talent. There was a woman who did, oh, she was great. She did a, gave me a facial at a like, health spa, and she was so freaking beautiful. Yeah. I hate those ones. And then, so smart. And, oh, and no. so nice. And had gone through a lot of stuff in her life and made the best of it and was like, like doing amazing things. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're that person. Yeah. You're that one that we're like, I can't help. And I'm like, Oh my God. I like, it's the worst. I, used I don't to know say if I want to be to, friends with her or want to be her. Yeah. I used to say that to um, Kenny from the show, mm-hmm. Kenny Santucci. I would always be like, wow, you are proof you really can have it all. Because <laughs> you know how he's that. so cocky yeah. and he thinks it's funny. But yeah. yeah, there are some people, but I think you're right that oftentimes people find ways to compensate yeah. for their inadequacies with mm-hmm. you know other gifts. And in the case of birds, the better their feathers, the shittier the songs. Wow. Oh, that's cool. It's weird. Oh though. my gosh, that makes sense. Peacocks, they make the, the worst. worst noise. Worst. It's it sounds worst. like death. It does. Yeah. Like somebody's dying. <laughs> oh no, it's peacocks. Oh no. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there you go. There's your bird fact. Wow, I like that one. You're welcome. Yeah, she did cross it off the list. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there was something about birds that I was gonna tell you too. And I don't remember. I mean, how could you talk sexy down, duck, though? I can't. I really can't. <laughs> I, I mean, nothing can. I uh-uh. was not thinking that, you know, it was actually going to be a hot duck. No, it is, though. Yeah. wonder what that... What, what, I'd have to look it up, what the word is for, like, being sexually attracted to um, ducks in particular. Mm. I'm sure there's a term. Well, yeah, objects is objectophilia, but that's a specific object. Right. And I never get sick of those stories. They right. always Me crop either. up. Like the I woman that got engaged to a ghost or whatever. Oh my um, what do you think about the placebo effect? Oh, Because I'm sure you're like... Oh, yeah. You talk about that a lot at mm-hmm. school. I think it's great. <laughs> you love it. I think it could be... I think it's used more often. I think it, it works in ways that people don't even know uh, it's working. I was... I saw this article about it. I think it was in the Atlantic. That's so fascinating. Or no, it was New York Times. And it was it made it such a good point, which is that there's always that control group in these studies that you read, but they never um do a study about why the placebo is the way it is. I mean I think they have. I mean they do some yeah. but it's not been explored to the extent that it needs to be because there's mm-hmm. no money in sugar pills. G- Okay. You know what I mean? You're totally right. It's more like some psychologist's like dissertation for their PhD. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some stuff that they've found about it, but like, you know, there's not a lot of loot to be made. So we just sort of were like, yeah, the placebo's weird. Anyway. There's some book. There's like a really good book on what is it called? On the placebo effect that somebody did study it. And like, I feel like we looked this up in class. It's, oh, it's called You Are the Placebo Effect. Okay. And it's talking about, yeah, there are a few. And it's talking about how like in all of us is this power to sort of like heal ourselves. And yeah. it's kind of like we need a, some people need a little boost, you know. Well, oh, some yeah. of the things that they were mentioning that 
could be accomplished with the placebo effect. I was, I mean, Ooh, tell me. Well, like if you tell us, if you give someone a milkshake mm-hmm. and tell them it's a diet drink, mm-hmm. their body processes it like oh. a diet drink. I could not believe that. That's why it's all about like when you look in the mirror and pee. Oh my gosh, this is so interesting, right? There Dude. were others that said like if you take athletes to the Alps, mm-hmm. you know, to do that high altitude training. Yes, and. You hook them up to a tank of oxygen. They perform better even when the oxygen in the tank is from where they started, like in Denver you know, all, or yeah, Pittsburgh or wherever. It's all in Isn't that it's cray all cray? It's so cool. And like if you name a, prescri- or a medication a fancy name, it works better. Oh, my God. That's absurd. <sighs> and then they talked a lot about acupuncture and how mm. they did this study where they did acupuncture and then they had a group that – the needle did only appeared to go in. Okay. It simulated it, yes. but it didn't. Right. And then they had a third group that didn't get it. And then the, both of the, the acupuncture groups did re- improve and get physically better, even though the needles didn't go into the second group. And they were kind of using acupuncture as like the ultimate example of the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. And like, who cares? It, if it works, it works. But yeah. this was in particular for IBS patients. Oh. And that the placebo effect is particularly effective um, for certain kinds yeah. of problems. I would say problems that are linked to stress and anxiety and emotional issues. Yes. And that if you can process the emotion, the physical symptoms will subside. Yeah. And pain as well. There's so many. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, that's it's all in your mind. When, when we were reading... Oh, we read a really great book in our book club a long time ago about games. Yeah, super better. Yes, thank yeah. you, super better. I was like, what was that? Um, and they were talking in that book about how the most effective treatment for burn victims, uh, more so than any morphine, anything, is putting them in a video game like a simulation, virtual like reality. a virtual reality snow world where they're playing because their mind is more powerful in healing the pain of the burn than the strongest medic. Right. It's so cool. And it does deserve more attention than it gets because you can really help people, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Well, and even just incorporating those same kind of concepts into your everyday life. Like, okay, if we know that thinking that you are sick in this way makes you sick, then thinking in a positive way will obviously make you feel better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like that is that mindfulness stuff like worrying about oh, everything. It all comes down to mindfulness. And I mean, videos are really powerful, especially when they're from your childhood. Yes. And if you are like most people, you have videos and film reels and maybe like uh, hard copies of pictures from your childhood. They're collecting dust in your closets or yes, attic or, yes, or wherever. And you can get them digitized. So then you can enjoy them again. You could watch your wedding video. You mm. could watch your home movies from when you were like an adorable yes. tot. And it's almost Christmas. And is this is such a great gift for your parents, yeah. your grandparents, aunts and uncles. Because you know, like you can picture like my Pittsburgh uncles with their like gigantic home oh my movie yes, things, camcorders yep. back in the day. Yep. They need to digitize that crap because oh, then we true. can watch and laugh. And then show your kids. You got to have that. You got to have it. It's such a great gift. I gave it to my mom and um, it's been really fun seeing all the stuff from when we were growing up. And there's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit Legacy Box. Dot com. Did I say that even? I should have said that earlier. You, you it's did. Legacy Box. You did. 
I did think I? so. Let's no, say it again it was... for the people in the back. <laughs> Legacy Box is the service that will provide this. My goodness. Susie has a migraine today, so forgive yeah. her. Um, visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they are offering our listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash brain to get 40% off your first order. Go to LegacyBox.com slash brain and save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. Jeez, mm. Suze, get it together. Oh, you're fine. So I know Thanks, we're in the, we're in the, <laughs> I know we're in the, uh, uh, last days of November. Yeah. But... Did you hear what happens on November 1st in Finland? No. So no. They, they titled it National Jealousy Day. I think it's just kind of like a nickname for it. Uh-huh. But in Finland on November 1st, everybody's income that they claim through taxes is made public. What? How do you feel about that? Terrible. Okay. That is not nice. It's been dubbed National Jealousy Day that by the New York Times. I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Yeah. It's it to me that's worse because it's not even about jealousy. It's about people being exposed, like that maybe they don't have a lot of money, like poverty shaming and stuff. Well, what it's intended to do is to help Finland avoid the growing gap between the rich and poor by forcing employers to balance the pay. All right. So I it's mean, really, and they are one of the nations with the smallest income gap and income inequality, and these kind of things almost make it so people understand. Okay, like we're the people who are running the businesses, and we're the people who are at the top. And look at what our employees are getting. And the sad thing is, is like, don't they already know that? I guess it's like when they make it public. It's like publicly. Sh- it's more like publicly shaming the big corporations who aren't helping the little guy. At least Maybe. that's what Finland is saying. I mean, I it wouldn't get be like that, that in America. Why? Because well, everyone would just see who doesn't make any money, and that's what would be interesting. I don't know. I think it's more like. Everybody would say, oh, that's how much th- those people are making. I'm going to try to, and it who would cares be both, about the little though. guy? And that's like, do you remember when the Cosby show actor was like ca- caught being a cashier at Trader Joe's yeah. and people like made fun of him and were like, well, Gus, you didn't amount to yeah. much. I mm. really, really hated that. And I was so angry that a man making an honest yeah. day's it's work awful. was being shamed or mocked. And that's I, it would yeah. that would serve both. It, yes, you'd get to see who makes too much, yeah. but you'd also get to see like maybe people that are struggling, and yeah. like that would be embarrassing if you were somebody like that. Yeah. yeah, it did say that the University of California did this in 2008, and they had not good results. Like it, it made people. It, and <laughs> That's then what it, I'm saying. Like another study found that lower paid earners were less happy in their mm. jobs after they knew that their colleagues were earning more. Yes, so I like, remember that yeah, study. Yeah. 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 But isn't that crazy that Finland does that? Like, is this a governmental... Yeah, I think so. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. I would love mm-hmm. to know the origin mm-hmm. of this movement because that is so strange. Yeah. Ma- it says that uh, that the work that they do, like publishing these salaries, has the effect that people get paid more. I mean, that's good. It's a good outcome. Yeah. But at what cost? I don't know. That's mm-hmm. a touchy mm-hmm. subject. I knew you were going to have stuff to say on that. <laughs> you don't seem like worked up about mm. it. Sarah, that is such a private thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. even like that. Vo- I saw there's an app where you could see if your neighbors or whoever voted. What? You can look up, Ooh. you know, public voting yeah, record. Yeah, right. That is. That even feels to me like uh, 
breach of privacy. I was annoyed when I got the, you know, they send you back, if you voted by mail, they send you something back that says like, congratulations, yeah. we got it. Yeah. And then there was something that I opened that said like how my voting compares to like the national average or the really? other people of like the frequency in which I vote and okay. which elections I voted in. In every single one, it said unavailable, unavailable. Like the info, would, the only one where the info was available was this year. And I was like, well, this right. pretty much gives me no information. And also, what the heck, I did vote in all those other elections. Well, how about this? This will blow your mind. Well, I love things like that. I didn't used to vote on like principle. I was married at the time to a political scientist mm -hmm. and we, I was surrounded by political scientists and they mm. would always talk about how voting is like stupid. What? I know. It sounds crazy. It's so insane. Well, just each person, like if you think about math. Got it. Right? So you are only one person and then everyone says, well, what if everybody it's did that? It's the bystander effect. It's yeah. Evolving. Kind of. But it's like you're literally only one person. Yeah. So your vote, like this is their logic. Yeah. It's not good. Well, I'm just saying that I was like, well, they're political, they're scholars right. of politics and they, they would do it often out of just like, it's fun to vote and they like to be civic yeah. duty people. I'm annoyed with them. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I won't, but now I do. Yeah. Good. And I hope everyone does as yeah. well, but that's their logic. Uh, it's really annoying to me. Really? Especially since there are some districts where people are winning by 200 and something votes. Yeah, but not one vote. Well, I know, but like if 200 of those people, 200 political <laughs> scientists were that. like, um, um, I don't, I want to stay home today, you know? Right. Well, it's fun to I'm debate. Are you? And, you're and I'm annoyed with Finland. Finland. <laughs> Sarah's fine with the country of Finland, but yeah. she's angry at Polly True. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've been to Finland. I just love them there and they can do no wrong in my mind because they have excellent cider and reindeer pie. Wow. And other things. Out of nowhere. Um, well, there is um, another country that is has something crazy going on that <gasps> I had never heard of. Tell me. Oh, I'm so excited. It's in Australia and it's in the outback. And if you fly over the outback, there are all these holes. That place is weird. It is weird. Bizarre. Yeah. There are like just millions of holes where people have um, mined for opal. Oh, okay. And most of the world's opal comes from this very small area. And um, people live there, but it's super hot. It's 120 mm. degrees. Oh, no. You I'm know? Not. And so they have. But to it's a dry heat. <laughs> right. Uh, they have to, um, they all live underground. What? The whole people, they live in a hole, people. <laughs> they really do. That's the whole so weird. community is underground and the whole community, <laughs> the, the, the whole, <laughs> hilarious. You said it, lady. I really did, oh, and I. Love it's so that. funny when you tell stories and you accidentally use puns because it happens all the time. It's Me like, that I do, or anyone. I, I, I think you, oh. <laughs> or maybe I'm just aware of it because right. it's like we're, you know I hate you know, puns. It's great. Well, anyway, it's they in live brain. in these cave dwellings, wow. and it's crazy because they, when they want to say expand their house, <laughs> which is really just a cave, mm -hmm. they just start digging. And sideways or down sideways. I feel like that can cause some potential problems. Well, it doesn't. What it does do is they'll like be like, oh, here's $20,000 worth of opal. It pays for the uh, renovation. Oh, cause it, it's a two for one deal. Yeah. You're the, digging and mining. And mi I love 
love this idea. It's crazy. And you know what? We should go underground. <laughs> I'm looking at all these fires everywhere. I'm like, it's not safe. And it's naturally cooling. Oh my gosh. And it really did look cozy. All their houses were really nice. And I was like, that kind of looks like my cup of tea because it reminded me of Cheers. <laughs> Okay. You know, like dark and kind of like yeah. moody. But if you're yes. like, it's because of the neon lights that they had up and the, <laughs> they the did course, have some the course sign. It was just you have to. I'm going to put the video in the newsletter. Yeah, I have to see this because like some one guy was like renovating this old um, car, like an antique car, and I thought, how's he going to get it out of there? Because <laughs> it was it's in a really the good. Cave. I mean, like I, I have so many questions, and they were just like, whenever you need a shelf. You just dig it out. Oh it's bizarre. It makes sense though. And they have a bar. There's a hotel. There's bookstores. There's everything underground. Except good tans. Right. But they... The pasty people. And what about their eyes? Because being in dark all the time... And they had it dogs does weird things to you. Right. They looked fine and, and their the vitamin pets... vitamin D. They must go out every so often. You know, 10 minutes like gray. in a bunker. You only really need 10 minutes of that sunlight really? a day for that. I, I I need a lot more than that. Yeah, maybe everyone's different. Yeah. They seem fine and wow. they're super into it and I think it looks cozy. Well, it kind of reminds me of the... Uh, there's a name for the Native American structures that are made into the sides of mountains that are in the southwest of the United States. They're really beautiful. They're like entire towns that are car like built in out of rock and That's like adobe cool. and a whole bunch of stuff. And Red they're not rock. underground, but it's like carved out of the side of Oh, I gotta find the name for that. I don't know. It's somebody one of our brainiacs will know. They know everything. Everything. And they always I know love when it. I mess up. What? I wonder if they can like get that's why I was looking at everything and thought, how do they get that in their house? like even just stupid stuff like magnets or their TV or Wi-Fi. Like, how is that? Oh, I don't know how it all works, but yeah. maybe they could. I mean, if you can run wires above ground, you can technically yeah. run them below. And there's a lot of stuff that's below ground that, I mean, parking lots. Yeah, I know. We it just seems below ground. It just sounds counterintuitive. Weird. Right. I wonder if they could get Green Chef deliveries there. Hmm. I wonder. Maybe they should check if it's within their <laughs> delivery right. area. Well, I hope they can because Green Chef is so good and um, it's a... In the same company as HelloFresh, which we also oh, love. And it's got all the good options. They have so many good options. It's a USDA certified organic company. Oh. And they have meal plans that are paleo, vegan, vegetarian. Is it keto or keto? Keto. Keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. Um, so there's something for every plan that people are on. For Everybody every body. has every body and they deliver the ingredients with step-by-step instructions to your door so you don't have to go to the grocery store and you know you're making healthy delicious foods for your family and they have tons of recipes and they have like global cuisines but they also have like classic comfort foods so you know whatever your pleasure and it's just so easy and convenient i absolutely love it we do it every week and you can get 50 bucks off your first box of Green Chef. Just go to greenchef.us slash brain candy, and that's $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Just go to greenchef.us dot brain candy. Just remember that's dot us, not dot com, and see what you think, because I bet you there's a lot of people that would really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Sarah? I, sometimes I write down notes for... And then they make no sense? Yeah, I wrote down conspicuous consumption. 
with nothing else oh, behind it. Oh, we were it. talking about this. Oh, okay. I wrote down that note because of another episode. <laughs> I'm like, where? why did I write yeah, this down? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're over it. Thanks. Thanks. That I wrote that in the wrong category. The time. That should be in post-show Here's notes. what I want you to Google now. Yeah. Ooh. It's a Nigerian girl named the most beautiful girl in the world. And if you, I'll put her picture in the newsletter as well. And I, my God, she looks like a doll. She's gorgeous. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, so I want to know your thoughts about her and better looking than the duck. (laughs) She is so beautiful. I didn't think that could be even possible. Do you think it's a weird thing though, that we keep naming, like there was the most beautiful things. The most beautiful girl in particular. There was a girl who's 17 now, but when she was six, they called her the most beautiful girl. Oh, I think she had bright blue eyes. Yeah. 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 And she's still beautiful. Of course. But it's just like sort of a weird practice. Well, also we don't do most beautiful boy. No. We're fetishizing. Okay. A bit. I feel it's a little weird. Even though she's stunning, of course. And also, I mean, what does this do to the person? That's what I'm thinking. You know, I think there there may be some unintended consequences of, uh, you know, like it, it's it's the same. It kind of feels the same as that. Like, so you've been publicly shamed, but like the opposite of being shamed is like you're put on the. So now you you have to adored. Yeah, you're like publicly adored. And then what if you? What if anything that you do is like? I don't know. I just feel like it would give you this weird complex. Like your identity would be. Not left to to you to form. It's like other people's influence. I was looking through... This picture was done by a specific photographer, but they um, also linked to her and her family's Instagram page. She has two sisters, and they take a lot of really pretty pictures together. But the pictures on the Instagram are more like, you know, normal. Regular. I mean, they're still professional, but they weren't like this image. Mm -hmm. And so I thought... Maybe it's just the photographer because it makes such a big difference who is taking your picture, the lighting, totally, the makeup, the hair, all of that. Like, don't I know it? (laughs) Have you seen the pictures my husband has taken? (laughs) Stop it! (laughs) Right? I mean, sometimes I'm like, what's happening here? Right. And so I thought, I don't know, maybe. Maybe we shouldn't call her the most beautiful girl. It's like the most beautiful image of the year. So I don't know, yeah. something a little different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels weird. It does feel weird. And then the fact that she's like so young. Mm. And the pick the photographer talked about like how he wanted to show her as like a child, but then there were other images where he wanted to speak to the, the woman she would become. And I thought, oh, that's- no, 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 <laughs> no, don't like that. <laughs> I'm sure it was well intentioned, yeah. but it just felt a little creeps. It does creeps town. And the photographer's a dude. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into it anymore <laughs> at all. I mean, Case it's like closed. really wonderful for her, and she is beautiful, and yeah, you know, I love that she's a a girl of color. Yes, and I love celebrating um, African mm-hmm. girls and women. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that. I just thought it was up for debate. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Sarah's bad. I, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just makes me feel a little weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. the world is friggin' weird. I know. And that's how I feel about like 90% of the stuff I learn. And apparently stuff outside of this world is weird too. Cause did you hear what the Harvard astronomers no. were saying about the mm, mysterious, 
object that entered our solar system. No. Yep. What now? Hold on. This just in, we were visited by aliens. For real? Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying this thing, and uh, oh, let me get the name of it, because I have it pulled up here. It's called the Oumuamua. They named it after a a Hawaiian name. Um, And this is a picture I'm going to show you. It kind of looks like a cigar. And this thing came into our solar system. I'm not quite sure. This year? Like recently? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Let's see. October 26th is when the object was discovered. Mm-hmm. And the University of Hawaii is who discovered it, so they got to name it. Okay. Um, so it's 400 meters long. It's like red in color, and the weirdest thing is how it's been moving. So it doesn't match anything that people thought. Okay, maybe it's an asteroid, but it doesn't move at all like an asteroid. It moves really fast, and they believe that it's some sort of ship, like almost kind of like how a ship sails with the waves and the, the currents of water they believe that it's a, who's saying these, these astronomers. astronomers from Har- from uh well it was discovered in university of Hawaii, and then there were two harvard astronomers who, who think it's a ship who were the ones who were like we need to take a closer look and based on how it's moving they believe that it's like moving by light that it like sails on light waves okay yep Sales. Yeah, I don't says, like this verbiage. So it says because the object is moving fast and the light we get from it is reflected sunlight, the faster it moves away from both the sun and the earth, the faster it fades in brightness. And something about that and made them determine that that's kind of probably how. Maybe we don't know. This is like based on Earth science. What we're using to figure out this, uh, you know, thing that's happening. Well, so what are they gonna do? Well, I don't know, but. What did they do? Just get like one picture, video, whatever? Well, they said it's fading from view. So it came in, it hung out for a while, and now it's. What do you off. think it is? Tell me the truth. I absolutely think that it's a spaceship. You think it's a spaceship? Why is that a, a, a ridiculous thing to think? Like, we're not alone here. I know, but it's just funny to hear you say without, like, you don't. You think it's crazy that I'm even asking? Well, okay. <laughs> Let's go through the realm of possibilities of what it could be. Pretty sure Harvard's astronomers kind of already did that. And if it's not moving like an asteroid, if it's not a near Earth, o- any kind of near Earth object that we like can classify, it makes ch- it changes direction. Okay, but why couldn't it just be something we don't know exists? That's not a ship. Okay, so we don't know it exists. Yeah. It doesn't follow any of the rules of the physics of our known universe or our it known does. physical. No, you it doesn't follow any of the laws of like a large object. Except a ship. Except something that was like like another life form kind of. There's something driving it. I hope it. it is. Me too. There's something driving well, it. You tell me. What do you think it is? That's the difference. I yeah. don't know, and no. I'm fine yeah. saying that. No. You prefer to be like, it's a ship. Well, I'm saying it's it's within the realm of possibilities that it is a ship. I agree with you on yes. that. And <laughs> if like you ask me, what do I think it is? Yes. I think it's a ship. I also think that it could be something else. Sure. I think it could be whatever, but my the I majority of the ship. evidence for me points to it's probably something extraterrestrial. Yeah, I you're hope mad. it is. You're mad. No, I hope it is, oh. and I hope they come and save us from this hellscape well, we're in. I don't know. They took a. They, they got the heck out of <laughs> here. So road. I don't know. We maybe took one look, and we're like, they're not gone. stupid. Right. <laughs> yep. 
Mm. Wowie, wow, wow. Well, it says it ignited the ast- astron- astro... Astronomic? Uh, what the heck is that word that I can't read? Ast- astronomical? Astronomical. What happened to my brain there? <laughs> it ignited the astronomical community. And, uh, yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is fun is when people friggin' buy my stuff on Poshmark. Yes. I oh. get so excited. Ah! I put a bunch of stuff up there. Here's what I need you to know, people. Poshmark is this cool app where you can sell or buy clothing, jewelry, um, accessories, whatever you need, purses. And here's what I'm saying. My closet is Susie Meister. Mm -hmm. Sarah's, I'm Sarah Rice. Mm -hmm. And and I'm speaking for myself here. Everything must go. Make those blue Stuart, a, Wise, Stuart Wiseman shoes, those on there. Oh, I almost bought them. <laughs> I should have asked you. I we was do like, wear those the are same so size. cute. Thank you. Yeah, but shout out to anybody who bought them. Yeah, blue suede shoes. <laughs> they were a bundle. Somebody put that with a different oh, nice. item together and then made me a deal. And I was like, Yep, yep. Except, I'm taking deals too. I everything must go. Make me a deal. Download the app if uh, you want to look at our closets. Great. You could sell your own stuff. You could look at other stuff, whatever you're in the market for. Great for gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought my dress for Landon's party on there. You could get a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's new. With the tags on it. Yeah. It's still in the store at Express. See? This and they is were what all I'm sold saying. out of my size at Express. Went on there, got it in the size that I needed, delivered for no joke, one third the price. See, this is what is so exciting. I paid 35 It was 118 on the tag. Wow. Tag's still on it. This is great. Okay, this is why you need to do this. So yep. Download Poshmark. Use our code I'm Sarah Rice, and you get five dollars to your first purchase. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> and just do it. Okay, I'm yeah. sick of you people not doing it. Well, I mean, it's like this is what I'm saying. <laughs> You're really good at um, like not wasting and using things. Like, yeah, and not very <sighs> big on that. Yeah, you know. So it just kills me to like buy stuff and spend a bundle on it and wear it a couple times. I'm like telling all the people at the office who are like, oh, that's such a cute outfit. Do not go shopping at stores. Yeah. People are like, where's that from? Like anthropology. But I did not get it there. I got it on Poshmark. It's so fun. I love the reduce, reuse, recycle. In fact, I have an article queued up that I'm supposed to read and it's about this like Craigslist culture and like the consignments and all the things like this, whatever it is that you're using, it is making a difference and helping the earth. Oh, thank goodness. Because we're using stuff longer. That is really good to hear. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I know. I have to read the whole thing, but I started it and I was like, thank goodness. I love that because I'm a big fan of reusing stuff or having someone else reuse it. I've been frequenting the Goodwill and yeah. Salvation Army uh, recently for all like holiday decorations. You should be Insta storying that. I would love to see okay, what you find. Okay, I will. Oh my god, I am the queen of that. You should. I am going to do that. What do you find? So one of my favorite things is any of their crystal or glassware. They do not know what they have sometimes, and like um, I've been collecting brass candlesticks because I'm going to do a that's mantle cool. that's all vintage brass candlesticks no, I love that. and they're all different and different heights and everything. And I mean, you can tell exactly, you flip it over and you can just tell something's like older or newer or whatever. And I always tell people like, if you like the shape of something, you don't need to be like, think outside the box. Everything can be spray painted. Everything can be like, there's a really cool, um, uh, spray paint that's called, looking glass spray paint 
or the mirror effect spray paint. Mirror effect is what it's called. That's so funny. We were just talking about it. I know. It's totally weird, right? I was thinking that. I was like, that's why I have to like preface. It's different than that. Um, But you spray the inside of glass. So like you can go to the, you know, get for 99 cents a a little vase. Yeah. Spray the inside and it looks like gold, like a mirror gold. And it's like gorgeous. So I did a bunch of those, spray painted it all. And then boom, you got all the vases you need for like five bucks for nothing. I love that. Melissa Beck, the girl from Real World New Orleans, she, on her Insta story, she always goes to IKEA, yeah. and she'll tell you like what's worth getting. There. Oh, I love that! And she talks about like, see this glassware. This is great because it's yes. super cheap, but it's glass. Like you know the level of quality oh because God. it's made of a certain thing. And she's so great at knowing like what's a good buy there. I love finding stuff like that out. Okay. Susie, you've inspired me. <laughs> good. This is, you were like wondering where am I always running around doing errands yeah. <laughs> to? Those are some of the stops That's I really make. That's really fun. Especially like when I'm at the clinic, there are, there's a whole bunch of really good like Salvation Armies and, and Goodwills near me. So I'll have like, you know, not you that long. I'll or, have a, yeah. an hour. Yeah. I'll go, okay, great. I'll just run over there, see if they have any, you know, new... Uh, Cylinder vases for candles. That's so cool. We we go back. on the weekends to like antique shops and mm-hmm. stuff. And I love Lincoln comes with us. And I think he's starting to get into this idea that it's a treasure hunt. It totally is. And so it's fun for him rather than like, you know, at the mall, that's not right. a treasure hunt. That's no. just, Ugh. mom, I'm bored. I'm right. ti- he always says, I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, but and what he is, is bored. Yes. And everything's in boxes and like, it doesn't feel like you can touch it and play with it and see it. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like feeling like the energy of whatever it is is still in there. Sometimes, I remember we, yeah. we talked about that at uh, Long Beach Antique Market Home. Like, if I had a superpower, it would be like to look at an object and know where it's been, yes. like its whole life story. I love that. I'm real into that yeah. stuff. It's there weird. Are, I, there, I feel like there are people who like trace back objects to That's do that so with. Cool. I guess if it's a fancy enough thing, you yeah. Could. I'm gonna find that because I feel like I've heard about that before and send you something about that. Um, I watched this TED Talk of. AJ Jacobs, he's the um, writer who wrote The Year of Living Biblically. Oh, yeah. And um, I forget what other great books. So he's such a great, uh, he's what they call, I guess, an immersion journalist where he mm. does the thing that he's writing about. Kind of like a method actor. Yeah. But for authors. Yeah. Okay. okay. And he, um, he's agnostic, but he would do at dinner time, like with his kids, they would say thank you for the food, but not to God, but like, thank you to the farmer who made it. And thank you to the truck driver or whatever. And then the kid's like, dad, these people aren't here. <laughs> so if you really cared about it, maybe you'd go thank them. So he decided. Okay. He, Adorable. Yeah. Thank you, kid. He decided that he was going to go thank everybody that was involved in the process of making his cup of coffee. Wow. That's a lot of people. It was insane. <gasps> like how many are we talking? Well, he does everything extreme. So he was like, he went to his barista. Then he went to like the person that orders the beans and then he would do the truck driver, but then he'd have to thank the person that paved the road and then the person that laid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he it's would, everybody. And that was the point It's more than a village. It's the world for everything oh. that you consume. It's a whole global economy. And he gave some tips on he not, we can't all do what AJ Jacobs did. <laughs> so he gave some tips on like how to sort of live a more conscious life. And I thought they were helpful. So I'll tell you them. Yay. Oh my God. The first one he said, 
is um, to look up, you know, that when your barista hands you your coffee or whoever you're encountering, if you're looking at your phone, <sighs> then that dehumanizes the other person. And it dehumanizes you. It's awful. And so if you acknowledge other human beings, that is rewarding for both That's transactionally. Great. It's better yes. for both people. Um, he talked about when he thanked the guy that ordered the beans, the bean guy taught him how to drink coffee. And like, he'd like... Am I doing it wrong? Well, he would say, you're supposed to take a sip on a spoon or something and make the loudest slurp you can because you want it to spray every part of your mouth. Okay. So you can that. pick up all the flavors and stuff. And he was like, yeah, it just tastes like coffee. I don't know. <laughs> and But then he said, the larger point is about savoring. That, it's mindfulness again. Yeah. Yeah. That whether it's a cup of coffee or uh, your meal or just a moment in the uh, backyard, mm-hmm. that if you are conscious about it and savor that moment, that it will improve your life. It's Even saying simple. thank you at the table to those people kind of <clears throat> slows you down and makes you think of things differently. Yeah. Okay, what else? His, the last one that I wrote down was about um, finding masterpieces around you. And his example was... The uh, plastic lid on the top of his coffee cup mm-hmm. um, was created by this guy, and he went and thanked the guy that made the lid. And the guy was so into oh, lids. Oh, that's so cute. And he really wanted to make the lid so that it would allow you to still be able to smell the aroma of the coffee because that's important to savoring it. And so he created this thing that we all take for granted totally, and don't give a crap about because it's a plastic lid. And so um, AJ was encouraging people to notice the ways that there have been thoughtful Mm -hmm. things that have gone into the design and creation of things we take for granted every day, whether it's, you know, your coffee mug or your jewelry mm-hmm. or whatever it is that somebody made it mm-hmm. and tried to make it so that you, it was helpful to you or beautiful or whatever. There is one that I have always said is an invention that goes unnoticed and so important. What? The little plastic ends on shoelaces. <clears throat> yeah. Thank you. I think they have a name and I whoever always forget what it is. You save us a lot of time. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. And then you always like, if you lose one of those, or it falls off, or somehow like converse, sometimes yes. they come off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you try to put that through one of the eyelet eyelets, mm-hmm. and then you pull it, and then it does that weird thing where you pull one of the string, and the whole shoelace is ruined. I don't like that. Me neither. Susie just made like a. I have cringe. a thing about fabric. It's, yeah, that just oh. made me sick. That thought. Well, you know what's weird? When you talked about holes, that's my thing, and it oh. made me feel really weird. Yeah, there's a name for that too. I can't Google it or tell you what it is because as soon as I look it up, they give examples of it, and I'm. Triggered for a, lot a week. Of people have that. It's so serious. For, I, I'm thinking about it right now, and yeah. it's like a problem. Well, I'm sure that it's based on evolution Ugh. and like our as human yes. ancestors, something about well, that well, 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 well. <laughs> was scary or yeah. threatening yeah. to the human race. Yeah. But some people must have gotten rid of it because I don't have it so much. <sighs> I can't stop. Okay, let's move on. Right. Let's. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to take a minute because I have been Christmas shopping and I'm one of those people that like, I don't want to just get the same thing, you know, like not put any thought into gifts. And so I wanted to encourage you guys to check out Homesick Candles, which we've talked about a ton on the show, but I just think there's such a great idea for a holiday gift 
for like your child's teacher or somebody in your life that you want to be really thoughtful for, but you're not sure what to get. Homestead candles are so cool because they're beautiful and they burn really beautifully, but they are designed to make you remember where you're from or maybe a vacation that you used to take. And they have all the cities in 50 states and all different countries. And we, Sarah and I have been really getting into like the holiday ones as well. They have a Jewish Christmas one, which is hilarious and great because it smells like buttered popcorn. But they have regular Christmas and regular Hanukkah and just really cool scents that are unique and something different for the people you're buying for. So I want you guys to check them out. And I have a deal for you right now. Our listeners who go to homesick.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY will receive a 10% off any order over $50 and they'll get free shipping. Such a great deal, 10% off and free shipping. It's an amazing offer. Most popular state and city candles won't last long, so don't wait. Visit homesick.com now using promo code BRAINCANDY. Find a personal gift for your whole list today. Let me think of oh, it. Oh, oh, speaking of coffee. Yeah. How do you take your coffee? I hate coffee. Okay. Mm. But usually I would take it with cream and sugar. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Because a new study done by two uh, psychologists from Australia found they wanted to see a, if there was a link between flavor preferences and uh, personality traits. Okay. And they found that sociopaths yeah. prefer bitter taste oh my God. and drink their coffee black. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, it says bitter is not better. A link between personal taste and toxic traits. Yep. Mm-hmm, what? Mm-hmm, How do you mm-hmm. drink it? Same, oh, same so, as me. Yeah, I'll do like Kramer, like a little bit of sweet. And, I don't like too much. So yeah. yeah. And they well, said that's... it's more like narcissistic personality traits, sociopathic. They um, like black Machiavellianism, coffee? sadism, along with other. Per- pff, yep. They like bitter tastes. So oh, like that dark God. chocolate, which sometimes I do. Yeah. So if you like the song No Diggity. <laughs> and you drink well, your you coffee black that. you're definitely a murderer definitely you, or you might be non-violent sociopath yes. <laughs> we don't know we can't we, have, we don't have the data on that yet <gasps> how weird why would they even oh, study wow. that sarah it says but wait there's more <laughs> it says in addition to the correlation between like bitter taste and dark traits it was all was also a significant predictor of openness to experiences and extroversion so the more you enjoyed uh, bitter foods, the more open you are to new experiences and extroversion. Weird. Which is kind of like a nice thing. What would you consider a bitter food besides dark chocolate? Uh, oh, that's a really good You know question. what I think is bitter, or I think I, that's the right word, is LaCroix. Like, um, it is. Okay, like especially that oh, pample mousse no, one. No, I don't know. I was thinking you were talking about licorice. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why, what my mind went to. Like, <laughs> you said like the first two letters, and I was like, okay. I don't know, like black licorice is better, oh, or like, um, okay. I don't. I was thinking the maybe drink. you were thinking of like a, a like an alcohol, like a. Oh. What is the word I'm trying to? There's like a licorice flavored one. I don't know, man. I don't know either. That is really weird. Yeah, but I'm just talking that about one. that. The, How do you think it tastes better? Well, at least the grapefruit pamplemousse one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is? Why are people crazy about this stuff? Hmm, it's know. not delightful. You, you think because there's no sweetener in it, you don't like it? 
Well, yeah, but it's also not. I don't know. It's just a uh, bitter. Love that stuff. They love it, and so there maybe there's a lot of sociopaths out there. Again, this is what mm-hmm. studies show. Don't go right into me saying that like you're not a sociopath because and you drink black coffee. I know. I'm just reporting the news. I wonder that. though what the like you know the actual number of correlations. Uh, yeah, it's probably I, I, very. It's slim. probably very slim. I did not look at the peer-reviewed journal articles. This was just the online, you know, Psychology Today article that I read. You want to know the history of the ampersand? Yes, I do. <laughs> you were just thinking that. I was. <laughs> so the ampersand, which, you know, you see Fun a lot. Fun to draw. Fun to draw. Took you see a it a lot on um, Wheel of Fortune a lot of times. Do you? Yeah. Like they always have that. Oh. I don't know why. They, oh. I think it's almost like a category. I can't remember. But um, Wait, on Wheel of Fortune... Yeah, they'll they, turn it over so you know there's an and sometimes. I think they do that so that you don't have to waste yeah, A and D. Maybe, maybe. That's how I first saw it was like back in the 80s. I was like, they kept calling it an ampersand and I was like, what's that all about? Huh, that's cute that you were thinking that. It used to be the 27th letter of the alphabet. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. What do you so mean? So this article said it was Aren't considered t- like... Oh. A symbol, just like the letters. It was a, another letter, but now it's not. It's a symbol. What? And so how do you... What? what I, I have so many questions. I don't have a lot of answers. I just have a few, which um, it first appeared in Pompeii Graffiti. That's the first time we were able to see it. And it says it's the ligature combo of two um, letters, E-T, like et, like et cetera. Oh, like, but... Yeah. Et and per se, like per se. Well, I'm thinking of et all, like, you know, it's and others, right? So it's... Right. So et et equals and. and. Okay. So that's part of what creates that symbol is what, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That et, which is and, and then per se, which, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, per per se. se. And then they would shorten it and it became like... And per se, and then it became ampersand. Oh and then my god! They did the symbol, I guess, and now it's a whole thing. Oh, that's a fun word to say. <laughs> but apparently, oh, I've man. brought up more questions than answers. Yeah, because I like want to know if it's a letter. You know how like yeah, right. A Good I point. B B C K D. I don't duh. know how it could ampersand. have been a letter because you mm. wouldn't have put it in any words. It wouldn't spell right. So, but that's what it was considered. Well, and so. then I'm thinking of of um, you know if this was in like kind of like more hieroglyphic writing, how Japanese characters mm. represent like con- words, sometimes like concepts, words, concepts, yeah. whatever. So maybe it was that, and maybe emoji. We should go back to that. I like. Is it. that like a shorthand? Yeah, I think it is. Isn't it funny how women used to have to learn? Uh, is it called shorthand? Yeah. What's it called? The I think it is called shorthand. It is. The typing and it's like yeah. a different kind of mm-hmm. like stenographers use. I, is that the right way you call them? I don't know. I think that is. But like even secretaries would have to yeah. learn it, and like my mother-in-law still does it. What? She, she learned With it. What? Like her own notes, and I, they feel like it's a performance. Mm. <laughs> but whatever, it is cool to know, I guess. But it's funny that that was the thing not too long ago. You know, within a few generations, and now. Absolutely no one is learning shorthand. No. Do you know any of the shorthand things? Like what one I'm is? I'm sure we do. You know, like different like symbols for and or... Okay. 
shorthand. Um, I have to Google this. I'm Googling I'm sure so much today. You probably do more than you realize. Yeah, that's what I was thinking is that I wonder if um, like I'm using these. Okay, definitely not. Nope. That's freaking weird as heck. I did not know what these symbols look like. She's have so you seen dramatic. what these symbols look like? Mm-mm. Let me show you. Oh, right. That's what she writes like. That is not... It just looks like... Gibberish. You know, like if you have your pen in your hand and you accidentally bump a piece of paper and like you make it's like It's running a weird, out of ink. Yeah. And you like do like <laughs> one of those little moves. That's what it looks like. Yeah. What the heck? And like for a lot of words, the 50 most common... like. When, time, go, some, any, can, what, See? send out. What? That's, that, that's, that's crazy. That's hard. <laughs> I know, but it must have been helpful. And now it isn't because everyone uses type, uh, you know, computers or whatever. And based on, after our last episode or a couple episodes ago, when we were talking about keyboards and typing, you've made me so aware <laughs> of my inability, like my, my ineptitude in the typing world and... Uh, that was mind blowing. Uh, the amount of time that I have to go back and then cl- <laughs> like the red underlined words and like click, right click to correct it. Like if I just typed the correct way, this wouldn't be a problem, but it is. You know what? Huh? I like you for you. It's all right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> what are you leave? Uh, I think uh, my typing skills are. Guys, don't forget good. to uh, subscribe and leave us a review. See you next time. Whispers. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.